tasks to do my duty to God and my country. Welcome to Meet Your Monsters. If you've ever watched Nightmare on Elm Street on Friday the 13th, this is the podcast for you. My name is Abram Aiken. These are my friends. Matt, Colby. We are shorthanded tonight as the two ladies have ditched us. Kathleen's off with a friend and uh, Sarah had to hang out with her family. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they are having a great time doing what they do. Um, how are you guys doing? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Just all right? I'm good. How about you, Matt? Yeah, doing good. We did a change-up tonight. The girl's gone. We thought we'd do a, a uh, special edition of another movie that might be more uh, in line with a, a boys' night. <laughs> <laughs> or dude-oriented. <laughs> that was our intention. <laughs> Anything exciting going on with you fellas? We should start preparing this before the show. All you the shit that's going on in You life. can't just have a conversation about your day. <laughs> no, I mean, like, trust me. I, like, I know what interesting shit happens to me, uh-huh. and I do interesting shit sometimes. I just can't remember when I'm put on the spot like this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, or make some notes. Take some yeah. notes. True. I'll keep yeah. that another, a second pad with me and be like, what happened to me today? <clears throat> I ate two Twix bars. You got you to gotta get that notepad app on your iPhone. Oh, yeah. I'd be smart too. I just do the voice record on my phone. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do now. And like, if you ask me how I am, I'll just play that from my phone. Yeah. Like, that's how it was today. I listened to this one podcast called Music Explorer, where they interview tons of different musicians and how they make songs. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them's like, "Yeah, I just hum out a tune on my phone voice recorder, and then I go back to the studio." Wow. So Did Drake say that? Uh, he hasn't interviewed Drake yet, but oh, if he okay. did, yeah. <laughs> chances are I would tell you about it. <laughs> Have you heard of this thing called Hit Record, this Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing? Were you not at work Friday? Because I sent you an email. Oh, no, I wasn't at work Friday. Oh, you fucking... Or Thursday. <laughs> you fucking ditched school. Um, so, so apparently, and I just... I, someone, I think Sarah sent it to me, and I sent it to you, but it's a, a website that Joseph Gordon-Levitt does where people just put stuff on there, whatever kind of art project, if it's music, if it's TV, whatever, and if you contribute... And it ends up making money. They just send you a check. What? Yeah, it looks really cool. And it's it's uh, he said he says right there at the beginning he says he says how does this work? Everyone puts shit up there, and I pick what I like. Oh, and I'm like cool. That's perfect. <laughs> does yeah. he does he's, he have good taste? Or I don't know. Is he like picking. <laughs> well, one of his shows won like an Emmy. Oh, yeah. So I mean, he's he's doing all right with it. And they and he showed pictures of these people with big fat checks. So. Dang. Yeah, so if, if anybody, if this is a free plug. I, I'm not associated with this. I just saw it and thought it was cool. <laughs> but if you want to pay us for plugging yeah. Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt, we know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Post a podcast episode I on there. I didn't say any bad shit about The Dark Knight Rises on here, did I? Because if he hears that, I'm sure, he'll never listen. I'm sure we'll have. He knows. He knows, <laughs> he knows what he did. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's less at fault than most. So True. I, uh, we won't hold it against him. He didn't come in there till the end. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Never mind. I was gonna make a. That's what she said. He so. didn't come in there until <laughs> till the was end. In the end. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, what What show has he written that's gotten Emmy? I have no idea. They just showed him with a big trophy, and I I thought it was an Emmy. But and he got it for writing. It was one of the shows that I guess people had contributed bits and pieces. So, like mm. for example, somebody will put up like a beat. And if you have some lyrics you throw in there, oh. and it makes an awesome song, mm-hmm. and eventually somebody goes, hey, I'll pay money for that song, you get paid. Oh, so yeah. it's it's really, it's like a communal art thing nice. with him as art director. Nice. Kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. 
and the fact that they're paying out is cool. Who knows how much or how often? And you know, mm-hmm. most projects probably don't do shit. But if you get on one that's good or you do good work, fuck it, it might yeah. be worth a shot. Yeah. I was thinking about you and Taylor the whole time because you guys are always tinkering with stuff. It'd oh, be a yeah. cool like throw something up there. Yeah, I had to throw down some beats. Yeah, <laughs> see what happens. Colby can bust some rhymes on that for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just rhyme scheme the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just do that AAA rhyme, yeah. rhyming scheme. Um, for you at home, Meet Your Monsters is a podcast in which I show my friends horror movies that I love, and we find out if they love them too, or if they fucking don't. I say we're just going to go right into the old sinister synopsis. Follow us through the darkness of our wasted and festering memories as we struggle to recall the movie we just watched with this week's sinister synopsis. Um, the tagline for this movie was Always Bring Protection. This week's movie is the 2015 The Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, written by Carrie Lee Wilson and Emmy Makazuki. And then it says others. So whoever you others are out there. It right. was those two plus a director, and it had six writing credits, but it was the same two people twice. Okay. Twice. Yeah. Because give it gave them story credits and writing credits. I don't know why he went just mm. with the one. Okay, right on. Director was Christopher Landon. Movie stars Ty Sheridan, Logan Miller, Joey Morgan, Cloris Leachman, and of course, um, what's that guy's name? David Keckner. David Keckner. Yeah, I like that dude. Um, I saw this movie with you guys just now. It was a it's a new movie, so spoilers. If you're listening to this, we're gonna spoil the fucking shit out of it. We always do. So don't um, let's just take that with you all the time. We're always gonna spoil this. Movie yeah, we're about to. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Whatever yeah. we're talking about, we're gonna talk about it. I think people should see this movie. It was pretty fun. Let me give you the rundown of the synopsis here. Um, just as soon as I unlock my phone and read it off of IMDb. Okay, three scouts on the eve of their last campout discover the true meaning of friendship when they attempt to save their town from a zombie outbreak. That's it. That's what goes down. Yeah. Um, did you guys like the movie? Yeah, I really liked it. I didn't care for it. Colby is a Debbie Downer. What? What didn't you care for, Colby? I didn't care for the whole coming-of-age bullshit. Because you're 26. <laughs> it was just so fucking corny. And yeah, I, just, I, I mean, have the, you been visited by a dementor lately? <laughs> why do you? Uh, you just, just have no joy in you. <laughs> I have plenty of joy. I just didn't like. It. I like last week's movie. <laughs> I'm just teasing. But no, you're, just, you're allowed to hate a zombie movie. Well, and, it, I, and you know what? The zombie parts almost, almost made up for it. It was just that the parts between the zombie parts were so fucking irritating. Was it too millennial for you? No, it's that's the problem too. Is it didn't seem like it seemed like American Pie shit all over again. I was like, they say made the same movie fifteen years ago, just with no zombies in it. I liked American Pie. Mm. I did too, I did. but I mean, it's kind of dated. That's is what I'm saying. Their dialogue and all that stuff. It's just, I don't know, it was irritating. Mm. How about you, Matt? What do you think? Yeah, I liked it. I, uh, the gore was great. Uh, like Colby said, the story was a little lacking. I think we've seen the coming of age story a hundred times, but I've never seen the story of scouts battling the undead so mm-hmm. the parts about the zombies were awesome funny <laughs> as fuck too and the effects were great mm-hmm. the, I would if the whole movie had been that scene where they went to the club I would have been happy everything between that I was like oh shut the fuck up for me um, and this is this is just built into my DNA like whenever some people are like dude we gotta get laid I think it's hilarious. Like I can't, oh, really? I can't get enough of that. 
I love any story where the the main theme is like, how can we get some pussy? <laughs> That's so interesting. And I think it just it just goes back to me being a horny dude and and. I mean, that's all we ever did in, in high school at that age. It was like, how could we possibly, like, talk to girls or something? And, of course, we never did. We sucked. Whoever wrote this movie never did either because it was, oh, it's the same bullshit. It was like, oh, it was nice, so they started loving me. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they loved me the whole movie. Now, I wouldn't I, say that this is, like, a fantastic, great movie, but I thought it was very fun. That's yeah, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so weird because I think that's the weakest part. I always get turned off when I hear that's the story. I'm like, oh, they're just trying to... Go to a party, essentially. But they're not trying to go to a party. See, if they're if they're trying to go to a party to fit in, I don't really care about that. But if they're if uh, okay, so like, oh, well, I mean, I get what you're saying because they the party is the vehicle for the sex. Yes. So the the basic needs are you know survival and and food and and you just get to a point where you're like. I've got to get some pussy. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious because I feel that deeply. <laughs> I always have. <laughs> it's just what's, you know. That's why I like Ranma so much is because uh, they're always just like somebody's trying to bang Ranma or stop Ranma. You know, it, it shit cracks me up. So. And if you throw martial arts in there too, I'm, I'm on board. So same same thing. If people are trying to get laid and there's some gore and monsters to boot, I'm on board. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now the fun starts with everyone's favorite pieces and parts. Anybody, anybody, jump on in there. Um, well, speaking of jumping, the trampoline <laughs> scene was pretty funny. Yeah. Now describe this scene so that people know what you're uh, talking about. So they're in the upper story of a house, and to escape, they're going to use this trampoline to bounce from the trampoline to the other yard. And the zombies have already come into the house, and they're already right on top of them. And I don't, what is the setup for that? They, they're trying to... A, a naked zombie wanders in, uh-huh. <laughs> in a I, bathroom. Yeah, I thought he had grabbed a piece of his robe. That's what I thought, too. I thought it was a belt on. I was like, that's a weird colored belt. <laughs> Turns out, no, it was his dick. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out he stretched this guy's dick like three feet. <laughs> He's hanging, before from, it he's hanging from the window by an old man's dong <laughs> while zombies are underneath him trying to grab him. I've never seen that before. That was fucking funny. In fact, the only thing I could I could even compare it to was there's a scene in the movie Naked Gun where Leslie Nielsen is um, trying to move across this roof and he grabs onto the cock of this statue, <laughs> and he's pulling himself up with his mouth open, like, <laughs> like straining, and it just looks like he's trying to suck this giant, this giant stone cock, and then it breaks off, and he goes to the window. But it was the same, it was the same sort of thing. But I was like, I have definitely never seen that before. Yeah, it definitely. It was very funny. Uh, where he throws it and it lands in that other zombie's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part looked a little shitty, but it was funny. It had a lot of good things that I've never seen before, like like a zombie who had no teeth. Cloris Leachman got her dentures knocked out, and she tried to bite this kid's ass, and it was just like gumming it, yeah. which was very funny. And then uh, the scene at the end where there's a guy, and uh, he's about to go down on his girlfriend, and a zombie takes him out. She's got her headphones on, so she doesn't notice. And uh, he he starts eating her out, and then literally eating her out. And I thought that was funny. It was very much like um, Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very funny stuff. 
it had a lot of good a lot of good original things. It had yeah. some cliche shit, the usual, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. yeah. Another thing this movie had that I love, because I, I said I liked you know the the overall theme. I love it when people you see this in Phantasm too, where they put together these ridiculous weapons, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, yeah. just get an axe yeah. or a fucking machine gun or something. But yeah. no, they have to build these over elaborate triple barrel shotguns or fucking weed whackers with knives attached to them. That shit cracks me up. You know, if you think about it, those yeah. things would have taken like. Days to put together. <laughs> Not if you're a scout. No, they had years of experience, Colby. That motherfucker's yeah. about to get his Condor badge. <laughs> because everybody knows that they studied the Anarchist Cookbook. And right, and like bombs and shit. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. Um, there was a cool stripper zombie scene that was funny. Now, this was something that was interesting. This, this movie... Um, violated the rules of the zombie film where they actually referred to the zombies as zombies, which is a no-no um, if you're a snob, which, you know, oh, whatever. What even Shaun of the Dead doesn't pass that test. Yes, it does, because every time every time say, he said zombie, say he said, saved. don't say that, don't say that. So they would correct themselves, because yeah. he's like, your mom's a zombie, and he's like, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so they were at least playing the game with it. Mm. This one, she was straight up like, that's a zombie. Mm. Um, but they they honored it in a way that a lot of zombie movies don't. The whole, you know, George Romero genre is that the the zombies were able to keep a bit of their humanity, which mm-hmm. I always loved in the old Romero movies, like like for um, Dawn of the Dead, like they would go back to the mall, and they would they mentioned how they would they would do things that were part of their everyday life, mm-hmm. and I I kind of like that these guys were doing that too. Is interesting. That was the one scene I didn't really like in the movie with the Britney Spears song. Yeah, that's <laughs> that a bit weird. That, that, that it, was... went, it went nowhere. Yeah, and it was really weird. It was just uh, let's watch these idiots sing a Britney Spears song. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like that part. Everybody else knows how gay all the haircuts were. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, there's some really gay haircuts in this movie. Oh, I don't really pay attention to like hair and clothes. Yeah, and the guy who was supposed like the stereotypical dumb jock guy was like the most effeminate person in the movie he had like his hair all brushed aside and he's all like skin like wearing necklaces and stuff and he's like hey bro catch the football bro <laughs> just that guy yeah. he's that douchey guy I love David Keckner's wig that was hilarious cause as soon as I saw it I was like man he looks he looks crazy with re- like a bunch of hair and then it mm. fell off he's getting attacked it was hilarious oh another thing this movie had that I really liked was the zombie outbreak extended to animals. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have a favorite part? I said, my Kobe, what was yours? I'd know. probably say the... Um, that was up there. Um, I really liked the, the club scene. That was a lot of fun. Where they tear in and yeah. tell the people, tell the people. Yeah, Oh well, so yeah, they, what we're talking about, they had all these makeshift weapons like the blade, weed whacker, and uh, see what else I had out of that. He had like a makeshift crossbow from a caulking gun which I don't think it was a it was a nail gun no he like the caulking gun he used for the crossbow oh but it it was shooting giant nails is that what it was yeah he had he had rigged up a an oversized nail gun and so they just went in there and just tore through those zombies Mm -hmm. it was fun like one point he shot like that air cannon that shot those balls and he shot through three guys heads yeah and I did that side view of it just exploding yeah that was pretty cool it was hilarious now normally we do uh, it's time once again to meet your monsters but I think we've decided we've done enough zombie movies that we can just say they were zombies this one has zombie in the title so 
Yeah. Mm. Zombies. Not blowing your mind here. And since Sarah's gone anyway. Well, you know what, though? I was, I was thinking about the what you are saying about the zombies thing spreading to the animals. What do you guys think would be the least intimidating zombie animal? I thought penguin right away. Mm. Penguin wouldn't be too scary. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it would still be cute, kind of. I don't know. Turtle. Zombie turtle. I don't know. Just, just get real slowly turtle. at you. <laughs> yeah. Would you get outrun it is all I'm saying. Mm. A hummingbird? I don't know, man. Anything that flies. Yeah, you know anything how, flies me a handful. Um, you know how hummingbirds saying, have to eat like, it's like every like, was it 15 minutes or something like that? Yeah, because their heart beats so fast. I wonder yeah, if they have to like, yeah. eat brains that fast. That'd be kind of cool. Just like buzzing around. I need to make a zombie hummingbird movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of, I'm going to do some research into that, like call a biologist. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what's a ornithologist? That's yeah. a bird yeah. expert. Shit, you find a YouTube documentary. <laughs> okay. of hummingbirds. Yeah. For each movie, Kathleen digs through all the dirt and slime of the filthy internet. This time, she went out with her friends. And uh, Colby did some digging, so... Terrifying trivia. Yeah. I still with my fucking snow. Okay, so the director, Christopher Landon, I know that name sounded familiar, Landon. It's Michael Landon's son. The yeah. guy from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Which I don't know if you guys read the Little House on the Prairie books, but that's one part they really fucked up. Was the dad in Little House on the Prairie? Because it, it cast Michael Landon, but in the book he was like a big burly dude and had a beard and all this, and then you had effeminate Michael Landon crying all the time with his curly hair. <laughs> What's like your ideal version of a man, Colby? That you, you sound like you. There's a lot of effeminate men that you see. Yeah, I had to pick one. Well, I mean, you should have seen him in his mighty Boosh phase. Oh, I'm saying <laughs> no, that was a long time ago. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I'd I mean, of course, probably Kurt Russell. Yeah, that's true. true. But he has amazing hair, though. No, I'm not saying it may, like having good hair makes you effeminate. I'm saying the way that guy was styling his hair was very effeminate. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was like all like like over to the, like combed over. Like he looked like a he looked like a he was wearing it on his head like a pussy. <laughs> it, you know, what he looks like it looks like one of those women. Like she could be a lesbian, but she could just like. Like a, having, you know, like a low-maintenance haircut, you know? Like the Patricia Tallman look from from Night Living Dead. Short the hair, red hair chick? Mousy girl, yeah. Yeah, see, so that's what I mean. Like, she could be a lesbian, or she just doesn't like doing her hair. Like, she doesn't want to brush her hair as often as you have to with long Those hair. Those are literally know? the only options. Lesbian or lazy. <laughs> Not lazy, just low-maintenance, you know? <laughs> having long hair is kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, that's true. Um, there's somebody who's not Kurt Russell that's uber manly <laughs> uber manch um I don't know let's see Randy Couture he's up there he's pretty he's straight up bald manly dude mm. like hair's got as I, I'm just saying like I'm just saying he wasn't as like you know when you read the book you picture like this big old tough dude and it was Michael Landy he just looked girly so okay. maybe we should have cast like a Nick Offerman type yeah, yeah you know what? he might have been a manly dude he just looked really like gentle you know like <laughs> he's like the type of guy that like cries when you like at the end of a book you know that's what it looked like <laughs> and that's just like a human man if you <laughs> like read Little House feelings. The, if you read Little House on the Prairie the way they describe the dead not like Michael Landon. Okay. Yeah. I got that. Um, 
Let's see. What was the trailer? Oh, yeah. This is a little unrelated. Well, it's related, but not to the movie exactly. You said David Kickner gets a lot of work, so I looked him up. He has 148 acting credits. I think it's a bad motherfucker. He's, he's all he's over the place. out there. That's crazy. He's all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. So this won an award in 2010. We were discussing this earlier. A blacklist award for in 2010 for the best unmade script. Since that's why they made it. And for the people who don't know what the blacklist is, is you can submit your script onto the blacklist, and apparently they say that like professionals go through it and will try to find stuff to make. So that's one. That's one. One of the success stories of the blacklist. It's finally got made. Which huh? is, yeah. uh, they make it sound like the blacklist is a big deal, but I could probably count on two hands how many movies have been made I'm from the sure. blacklist. Yeah. Well, and they they ask you for money to but put ha- your script on here. So but how many like of those scripts are are really good? Because you've read a couple of them, right? Yeah, I've read a couple of them and I've listened to a couple of them, and uh, some of them are okay. Yeah. I, nothing really has leapt out at me. Nothing's been like, damn, we need to make this movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I, I wasn't trying to slide to cut you off. I just ran out of what? breath. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was done too. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, special effects makeup artist Brian Kinney is also the judge on Food Network's Halloween Wars. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he's, you might be. He's got one of those twirly mustaches. Mm-hmm. Oh, wars is the USN now. <laughs> Halloween Cake wars. wars. <laughs> Cake wars. Many have fallen to diabetes from the cupcake wars. Long Christmas. Um, so that was pretty much it. There wasn't a lot of trivia for this movie. One of the trivias was like how it was filmed by a junior high school. I don't see why that's relevant at all. Because I'm sure a lot of movies are filmed by a lot of things. Yeah. It was filmed by that gas station down the block. Didn't this have some weird connection to Hot Tub Time Machine 2? I couldn't find one on here. Yeah, if there is one, I don't know about it. But I would be interested in. Um, I don't know. I was reading the Wikipedia page and it said something about how the failure of Hot Tub Time Machine 2 affected this movie in some way. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, it you didn't know, get a very big release. I mean, you showed it to me and then it was at their the cheap theater here in town and then it was gone it was only there yeah. for a couple of days too um I did you guys see Hot Tub Time Machine 2 yeah I was a huge fucking fan of the first one mm-hmm. and so Kathleen and I were like first day we're fucking there yeah. and that movie sucked dick it was okay. pretty bad I was yeah. I watched it with you guys the first one no the second the one the second one yeah yeah what'd you think not good no it wasn't good <laughs> yeah. yeah it seemed like one of those ones that are just like we gotta make a sequel Fucking whoever's around, let them make it. And that's it, what happened. It, we did go early, didn't we? Like right when it came out. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of those snow days when it stayed over. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably why John Cusack didn't come back for it. Yeah, he might have read it and went, This is bullshit. Yeah. Hard piss. Yeah. And everybody else was like, I want to make money. So that, first one, that first one was so good. That it was, was funny. I was so disappointed by the second one. I was mm-hmm. like, Man, they had something good and they mm-hmm. fucked it up. Yeah, has, what can you do? Has there ever been a good comedy sequel? Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds 2 was fun. Better than the first one? Wasn't better than the first one. No. Hmm. I'll have to think about it. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2 wasn't as good. Was good. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got it. Like, it's another one of those things we got to think of beforehand. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't know this was going to come up. Yeah. Pause it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll brainstorm. <laughs> 
Okay, here on Meet Your Monsters, we like to examine all forms of depravity. And so now for the mathematically perverted, the Colby Count. This movie had a pretty impressive body count. Um, there was a couple I didn't really count because, like, you saw them swinging their weapons, but you didn't see it hitting anything. Mm. But the ones, I mean, like, it would be at the camera, like, a body as, like, you'd see, like, them swipe real quick and blood fly away. But it's had 45 bodies. Nice. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, they kind of, like I said, they baited and switched us with the, the trailer, the the Red Band trailer, because like, there was like two boob scenes in the trailer, and that was the only two boob scenes in the movie. I mean, I felt like there was a lot of boobs in the movie. Huh? Well, I mean, there was a lot of footage of boobs. It wasn't so much quantity, just, just a couple long shots. Once they yeah. showed the boobs, they stayed on them for a bit. Mm-hmm. That's true, okay. Yeah, yeah I appreciate fair. that. Yeah, so there's four of them. One was, was a massive set of breasts. The cop chick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I'm not even convinced those were actual boobies. It might have been just a prosthetic. <laughs> Could have been prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. CGI boobs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and now we honor the artists and artistry that literally put the horror in the horror movie with what we lovingly call the special effects. What did you say the effects guy's name was? Brian Kinney. Yeah, he was a special effects makeup artist. Makeup so he, artist. Did the, he applied the zombie makeup. Okay, did, we, did you guys think the effects were done well? I really liked them. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the dick looked a little fake after he had like ripped it off, but up until then, it was hilarious. Well, it, it was it was very stretched out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that part, like I said, that no, I mean like when he had it in his hand afterwards, it looked like a really badly made dildo. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. like no sh- like shape to it. Yeah. But up until that, it was funny as fuck. What did you guys think was the best effect of the movie? Mm. I really liked when the head blew up when it was that whatever he was shooting from his air cannon went through it. And went through three uh, people's heads. When the black one shot it and the like exploded his head, I thought that was really well done. I agree. That was my favorite too. Yep, I would agree as well. I also liked when the it was pretty clever. I said the zombie parts of this movie were really good. The rest of the movie was just irritating though. But when the stripper like went upside down the pole and her head started to fall off, (laughs) that was clever. That was pretty cool. I would say that a lot of those effects, um, there was some practical ones for sure, but but definitely the head explosions were probably CG. What do you mm-hmm. think? I think so. Yeah, because yeah. was there was a lot of blood flying and no one had any on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's some CG blood. Mm-hmm. All right, not bad, not bad. You know why I think the CG worked so well in this one? Why like it, I mean, of course CG always, always looks fake, but sometimes you know you're like, oh, well, doesn't no make ways. me. That's true. <laughs> But, you know, it's, sometimes you got to suspend disbelief. But I think they did it, well, in this one, it was really dimly lit in the places where they did it. So you weren't like, oh, that really stands out against, you know, the background because it was all dimly lit and, like, all these crazy lasers and shit shooting everywhere. So it all kind of looked, you know, a little computer-generated. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, the films we discuss in this podcast are horrifying, but sometimes real life is even more fucked up. Brace yourself for the nefarious news. And with Saragon, I'm just pulling this news story out of my ass here. Um, I heard, I listened to uh, KBPI. They have uh, Willie B's stupid stories in the morning. And he told this story that I thought was crazy as shit. I want to tell you guys. Um, there's a thing called penis capture. And apparently what happened was this guy died having sex. 
And I don't know if it was because he died and the girl got freaked out, but she clenched up her pelvic muscles involuntarily and her vagina snatched up his wiener and wouldn't let go. So they had to actually wheel them out on the stretcher together and then take her to the hospital and give her injections in order to get her muscles to let go of his wang. And he's laying there dead like, ah. What? That's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Who, who would have thought that shit could happen? How old was this couple? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how the guy died. I don't know if that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> the news story was vague. And like I said, I didn't look it up because I wasn't planning on doing this. But Interesting. I just thought it was crazy. And was like, that is definitely some weird shit. There's but no, think about that next time we get married. There's no defense for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's either vagina dentata where they bite it off with their vagina or fucking grab it up and won't let go. It's, it's a dangerous world out there. Oh, man. Okay, like, this, did his head blow up or something? This one says it was caused by a latex allergy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Did they give her like, a, give her like an EpiPen? You think she would? Yeah, that could be. People who have latex allergies know, though. She'd be like, "Don't put that on." <laughs> I'd be die. a terrible way to find out, though. Or if like it was reversed and you put it on your wang, and like all of a sudden your wang just like swelled uh, up, you would yeah. be like, "Well, it turns out I'm allergic to latex." Let's do this. <laughs> I got another news story. If we want that, yes. It turns out there was this town in Oregon where 700 people mysteriously came down with salmonella. Ooh. It was like a deadly outbreak. And they traced it back to an evil cult living outside the town that was trying to take political control. Um, they're called Rashnish. And when they raided the compound, they found a state-of-the-art medical lab <laughs> where they had purchased salmonella samples from a different research lab and were growing them. Fucking wow. Crazy. Yeah, it was insane. Well, did it kill them all? Uh, I think them? most of them lived, but they did it by just infecting the local salad bars in town. Wow, like that's that where they dropped salad it. bar must have been That was it like in. a dope salad bar. Yeah. <laughs> because of 700 well, people? Is it is it contagious from person to person? Could it be that they would eat at the salad bar and then go make out with their girlfriend or something? Oh, maybe. I wonder. I don't know how salmonella works. Yeah. Or what? maybe like when you drive into that town that has like a town sign. It's like home of the world famous salad yeah. bar. The one thing about that story that I think is awesome is that, and maybe this isn't awesome, we live in a world where there's an evil cult Poisoning people for political power. X Files. All right. And they had already taken over one town before. It was some no town shit. Called, some town called Antelope in Oregon, and then they renamed it Rashnish because they really liked that name. Fucking a. Like everybody got the wicked shits, and they're like, "You win. <laughs> you guys can have the town. We gotta get out of here." Fucking <laughs> like blowing up the toilet every time I eat the salad bar. That's too funny. It just reminded me of this movie because. You know, it's just like the weirdest way to start a huge outbreak. It's through a salad bar, and this movie started because some guy was mopping the floor. Yeah. I wonder, like, what it looked like. You know, like went up there in, like, their cloak and stuff, and they just had, like, a like, little tub of salmonella and just, like, sprinkling it into garbanzo beans and shit. <laughs> little spray beans. <laughs> like, oh, how many in your party? I'd be like, oh, I'll only need one. <laughs> they just sneeze under the sneeze guard. <laughs> Uh, what a weird weapon to use, salmonella too. Because oh, that's just food poisoning, as far as I understand. Yeah, so pretty like, much. I barfed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, hours of effort and creativity go into making a movie, and there's always some asshole just waiting to shit on it. And so, on behalf of the underappreciated horror filmmaker, we are here to take revenge 
with the critical critique. Oh, and Colby's yeah. fumbling with a critique, but I have one. Yeah, it's, maybe, it's Colby. Yeah, maybe somebody else should just agree with the negative reviews. Yeah. Colby didn't like it. Boo! Boo. You suck. That's not... I, I'm, you can't hold it against me. I don't like a movie. Apparently, a lot of other people didn't like it, too, which I thought was weird, because I thought it was alright. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah. I think I only got, like, a 44 on Rotten Tomatoes. But well, and I think it, it, it promised a lot that it didn't deliver, because it was a scout's guide to the apocalypse, so I thought it was going to be, like, some Boy Scout stuff, and they use it to... But there's really... The only point of having the Boy Scout thing is so they could have, like, this little, like, tiff between the friends. I don't know. I felt like it was prominent. They they showed their skills. Yeah. I mean, making a knife. Wanderer. When they were using the mop to get out of the prison, he fixed that girl's purse with a sheep shank knot. Even though any knot really would have been all right. <laughs> but that one was untieable. Oh, unbreakable. But um, well, and what about like you know? I mean, they could have used some like scout stuff to kill the zombies, and they didn't. They cobbled together weapons of mass murder out of true value tools. Yeah, but I don't think that's a that's a scout skill. I mean, I don't know. I haven't scouted before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what an Eagle Scout is capable of. I was in Boy Scouts for about two days. I didn't care for it. Same here. There, it was essentially like, like, here we have these meetings where you have to stand and do these ceremonies, and then you have to go do fundraisers. Mm. Also, you got to pay for them patches. Yeah, and I was like, ooh. Okay, that's the end of Meet Your Monsters for this week, this fine special edition. Thanks to you, friends, for hanging out with me, you fine folks. Um, thanks to you at home for listening. Jack and Ben and maybe Gabby. Listen, yeah, right I think so. Well, does that start posting them again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next week's movie, we'll get back on schedule. See you later.